Hello, friends! It's your old pal, Ariel Hawani, back with another edition of the Wednesday Hawani Show. Three great interviews this week. We've got Tatiana Suarez making a big announcement. Edson Barbosa coming off his great win over Shane Burgos this past Saturday. And Chris Cyborg, who returns to action this Friday for Bellator. But of course, before we get to all of that, a quick reminder to all the basketball fans out there. The playing tournament is underway. Big win by the Celtics last night. Big win by the Indiana Pacers. More coming tonight. I love the playing tournament. As someone whose favorite team isn't a part of the playing tournament, I'm all in on the playing tournament. Can't wait for this weekend. Knicks, Hawks, Game 1. And of course, who better than the great Adrian Wojnarowski to get you set for the playing tournaments, the NBA playoffs, offseason, the draft, all that and more. Get your NBA news straight from the source. Woj, the man. The legend. Download and follow the Woj Pod wherever you get your podcast. Also, ESPN Plus is giving you live daily coverage of the PGA Championship from the Ocean Course in Kauai Island this weekend from May 20th through the 23rd. Stream the exclusive main feed each morning, feature groups every day, and more. Sign up now at ESPNPlus.com slash golf. All right, on to today's show, which does contain some language that may not be suitable for our audiences. So as always, listener discretion is advised. Enjoy. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Ariel Helwani's MMA Show. Back in your life on this Wednesday, May 19th, 2021. Hello again, everyone. I hope you're doing well. Great to be with you on this beautiful Wednesday. The weather is great outside. The action is heating up in and out of the cage all over the sport of MMA. Hopefully, we are turning the corner in the pandemic. There's a lot to be excited about, my friends. And so this weekend, we have more great action, a ton of big fights coming up, sneaky good fights, sneaky good cards, no pay-per-views, but sneaky good cards and sneaky good fights. I'll tell you about them in a bit. But let's get to the interviews first. Later in the program, we'll talk to one of the fighters competing this weekend, Chris Cyborg. She meets Leslie Smith in a fight um, that is a rematch of a fight that happened five years ago. That fight happened at 140 pounds. Cyborg won that fight. She's now the Bellator featherweight champion, 2-0 in Bellator, looking to go 3-0. Spoke to her about why this fight is happening again, her career, any interest in fighting Kayla Harrison, who's going to be a free agent at the end of the year? All that and more. Always great to talk to one of the legends of the game, Chris Cyborg. We'll also talk to Edson Barbosa, who defeated Shane Burgos in that fight of the night this past Saturday. What a great fight that was, and he has looked so good at 145. Talked to him about his future at 145, cutting that weight, um, why he's doing this now in, in this point in his career, uh, that crazy finish with Burgos, who he wants next, all that and more. But first, you know... People keep asking me about Tatiana Suarez. Where's Tatiana Suarez? Everyone thinks she's a future champion given her skill set and her talent. Haven't seen her since June of 2019. She is back. She is good to go. She is healthy. She's been through a lot. And so I wanted to catch up with her with a big strawweight contender fight coming up this weekend between Carlos Barza and Yan Chaonan. I thought it would be a good time to catch up with her. But as you'll find out, she threw me a curveball with regards to which weight class she'll be returning to. All right, without further ado, let's kick things off with Tatiana Suarez. All right, so it seems like every few days, 
I am asked this question. Where is Tatiana Suarez? When is she coming back? When is she going to win the strawweight title? Constantly asked about the whereabouts, about the health of one Tatiana Suarez. And so, you know what? I thought, why don't I reach out to Tatiana Suarez? It's been a while since we last spoke to her. Have her on to discuss where she's been as of late. And so here she is. Lo and behold, we have tracked down the ever elusive Tatiana Suarez for a few minutes of, of, of her time. I appreciate it. Tatiana, how are you? I'm doing well. How about yourself? I'm doing great. So um, I, I don't know if you know this. I'm assuming you do. You probably get hit up a lot from fans. When are you coming back? Right. People are very interested in your whereabouts. Yes. <laughs> does that get annoying? <laughs> yeah, it does. But it's OK. I mean, it's better to it's better that people actually care right. than not. So <laughs> sorry, we just had puppies. So that's what you hear. No that. worries. I can hardly hear it. It's all good. It's good okay. background okay. noise. Um, <laughs> So where have you been? Um, what's been going on? So, um, you know, I've just been nursing my injury, my neck injury. And then, um, but I'm back to live training. But when I came back, um, I kind of went crazy. So then, <laughs> so then I ended up like breaking my, my hands and then I got a concussion and then I had like some back, some back, like I have chronic back pain. Sometimes it's so bad I can barely walk. So, or stand. So um, it just depends on, you know, like I have to be very careful what I do. Um, I have to monitor like who I'm going with. And if I go with someone too heavy, sometimes it acts up. Uh, so that's, that's kind of been like happening over the lot since I started going live again, because I was able to start going live in February. So since then I've been going live and um, then all those injuries happened. So then, um, but now I'm good. So I'm starting, like, it's been like a couple of weeks where I've been going live again um and trying to like start a camp soon hopefully okay so we will get to that um last time we saw you in action for those that may have forgotten june of 2019 so it's it's been almost two years now you have the neck issue the injury bulging disc correct yes um, you come back from that you recover from that and you're mm -hmm. good to go come february and then you break your hand and suffer a concussion how did you suffer the concussion <laughs> that's a good question so actually it happened in our front yard because we were messing around we we're wrestling and i i don't remember some some or he pumped me in my my eye so i Who got did? a concussion my boyfriend <laughs> he palmed you in the eye and you got a concussion <laughs> yeah. did you do this often well, do you guys wrestle in the front yard often? yeah okay. yeah because he he fights you so yeah. we like we like to like mess around and stuff <laughs> okay. Uh, and was that before or after the broken hand? Uh, that was after. Which hand? My right hand. How'd you break it? Uh, actually, I was wrestling, but this was actually wrestling practice. So okay. I don't know how I did it, to be honest. I've done it a million times. I like went to shove the head into the center and I like my hand went into the mat, but it like pulled it back. So like it broke my broke my hand, but I don't know. I've done it a million times. I've never done that. I think I was just super excited to go live again. Cause that's my first, <laughs> my first time wrestling in like oh my. two years. So I was like really excited. So I was doing everything really hard. And then I broke my hand. Mentally, <laughs> how do you deal with that? Like you're away for that long and then you break your hand, then you suffer a concussion. Like, do you start to think that you're cursed that you have the worst luck. How, how do you get over this? <laughs> I don't think, uh, no, I just think I went a little too hard. So too fast, you know, okay. cause I was super excited. It was 
been so long where I was, you know, um, just excited to get back out there. So then I was like, you know what, I'm just going to take a step back. I'm going to ease my way into it. So I've just been like, you know, adding more and more practices over time. So at first I was like going live every single day. And my coach is like, yeah, you can't do that. <laughs> That's why you're back. Through, you know, mm-hmm. so. Um, so I was like, okay. And it was like, I think maybe the first week I came back, I went to a open mat for like jujitsu and I rolled for like two hours. Wow. That's a long time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know. He was like, you should have done like a third of that. I'm like, I know, but I was having so much fun. <laughs> so, yeah. While you've been away and, and, and dealing with all this stuff, has it been hard for you to watch? the UFC and, and MMA or like, do, do you need a break from it because you want to be out there or has it been the opposite? No, I watch every single fight card. Okay. I know you tweet <laughs> yeah. about it a lot, but I didn't know if it was someone doing it on, on your behalf. No, absolutely okay. not. No, I do my own stuff. Um, and um, no, I watch every single fight card and I love watching MMA. It helps me grow as a fighter, martial artist, you know? So I like to, I like to learn from other people. Um, I've watched even people at my weight class, like I'll watch them do something. I'm like, Oh, you know what? I need to work on that. You know? Mm-hmm. So, and then it helps me become a, a better martial artist. Like I know, uh, there was a girl at my weight, uh, at my weight class and she was really good at taking the back. And I was like, I don't know why I don't like going to the back, you know, that, that often. So like, I would just, kept, I just kept putting myself in situations to take the back and keep doing it and keep doing it. And then this was right before my Alexa, Alexa Grasso fight. And then I ended up taking her back and choking her up. So I was like, See, I, I was, I was, I learned from somebody like to put myself in that situation over and over and over again. And then I ended up getting a rear naked choke. Um, so. so the neck and back, how are they now? Um, they're good right now. Yeah. Okay. So the neck hasn't really been an issue. Um, when I had my concussion, it was, it was giving me issues just because of, you know, they're correlated, but, um, but my back and my neck feel fine. I went live yesterday. I feel good today. So w- would it be fair to say that you are medically cleared to resume your fighting career? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, do you have a fight lined up? No, I don't. Not yet. I'm you... like trying to get through a few, a few months without injury before. Okay. I... <laughs> Realistically, <laughs> before I when, when so... could you, if all goes well, when could you return? Would... When are you targeting? So when I first started in February, it was like, you know, summer. And I was thinking like, july or june but that's not gonna happen mm-hmm. um so now i'm thinking like maybe hopefully like september i'm hoping okay. yeah um, even maybe U- august okay <laughs> we'll has see the, yeah has the ufc been hitting you up or are they kind of just you know you reach out N- to us when no you're ready? yeah i had messaged jana like a while ago when i started going live i was like hey i'm going live and he's like oh okay and like i think he had said something about it someone asked him about me and then he said something about it but um i but that was before I broke my hand and got a concussion, all that stuff. So, uh, but I'm fine now. So I think, you know, I think I'll be good. Hopefully okay. soon. I um, can't wait. <laughs> yeah. I bet. And I know a lot of people are excited to see you come back when, and if you do come back in, in August, September, are you coming back as a flyweight or a straw weight? So uh, I was thinking I was going to try out flyweight for a couple of fights and see how I feel there. Um, because, you know, my lot, all the, all the fights that I've had at straw weight, uh, during the fight, I always felt like I was, um, like I felt weak and tired. 
So um, I was wondering if maybe just the weight cup was too draining for me. And it was usually like, I've never had an issue making the weight. It was just the day after I felt like I wasn't fully recovered. And I don't know if other people feel that way too. I don't know if that's a natural feeling, but I definitely feel way stronger and more explosive when I practice than when I fight. Mm -hmm. So I was just like, maybe, maybe I need to try like something where I don't cut very much weight at all you know because like I walk I I was walking around at 130 now I'm walking around at 135 so I'm like maybe you know if I if I'm not cutting too much weight at all if I'll be a little bit more stronger and explosive yeah I'll have to fight people that like are probably 145 or whatever going into the fight but I don't really care about that I think I don't know how much someone a 135 or weighs but or 125 or weighs going into a fight but I think can't be that much <laughs> so so would you say that your you know like your next stop is 125 like you've decided that when you return it will be at 125 yeah okay i'm gonna try 125 in my next bouts and then but i don't think i'm gonna abandon the 115 division i think i'm just gonna try it out and see how i feel if i feel if there's a difference for me fighting it's, it's interesting because valentina's looked so good and so you're you're going to that weight class uh, most people try to, I think maybe try to avoid her. I don't know. Um, when you watch her fight, do you feel like you have the skill set to, to give her her first loss at 125? Um, I do think I have a good, I have a good skill set in terms of, um, you know, my my wrestling could give her trouble. Um, yeah, she's a very good striker, um, and she has good wrestling too, as you saw her last fight. Um, and people are like, well, you know, I thought you would have had her in the wrestling department. Like, you can't compare my wrestling with Josh's wrestling because our wrestling is just so different. Um, she's more of, like, just super strong and, like, like, explosive. And mine's much more technical. So that's, the, I think, the big difference there. Um, we also have a big fight coming up in the strawweight division this weekend. Someone that you know very well, Carla Sparza, going up against Yan Chanan, who I think. Oh, is- that's this weekend. Yeah, that's this weekend. Uh, probably awesome. a number one contender fight. Do you think Carla wins? I don't know. We'll see. I, I think uh, Jan does uh, struggle with some takedowns. I think she's been taken down a couple of times. So we'll see if, um, you know, Carla is uh, strong enough to get her down. Because I think that's kind of where Carla struggles sometimes. Like if the person's pretty strong or or, you know, has good takedown defense. It's really hard for her to get them down because she she seems to be, I don't know, smaller than everyone else. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would say shorter. I wouldn't say smaller because like when we fought, we were like a pound difference when we went into the fight, which I was surprised. Right. I was like, that's crazy. But yeah, so um, I don't know. Uh, we'll see if she's strong enough to get that yawn down that yawn (laughs) yawn down we'll see if she's strong enough to get her down but i think she can get it done she's um she's pretty good at getting people down to the ground we'll see are you surprised to see rose back as champion at 115 um no (laughs) yeah Is is that a fight that interests you absolutely what's the dream fight for you what's the fight that you think about at night what's who's the opponent I do think about fighting her often. Yeah, actually. Why? Why her? I just, well, because she's so, you know, she's be all the great champions, you know, like um, the people that they didn't think would ever lose. Like, you know, when Joanna, mm-hmm. um, 
was champion. No one thought, you know, anybody was going to give her problems. And then Rose went and dominated her twice. So, mm-hmm. um, and then, you know, um, no one thought Whaley was going to lose. And then Rose goes and beats her within, <laughs> within you know, a couple minutes of the fight happening. So, yeah, that's something that does interest me for sure. How much are you jonesing to compete again? I feel like you're someone who thrives on, you know, that competition. Do you, do you miss it dearly? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, I'm super excited to get back out there. Especially, um, I just, I don't know. I mean, it, it, it's not, it's fun to practice for sure, but it's just different competing. You know, everybody knows that. It's like super exciting to just show what you've been working on. Um, and then actually, you know, like show, like you're a one-on-one in the cage with somebody. So it's super exciting to do that too. Have you been able to stay uh, positive? Like do you have, you know, two years away from something that you love, I would imagine is pretty tough. How have you right. been able to remain, you know, focused and positive? Um, it's, you know, it has its ups and downs, you know, sometimes you're like, okay, this is very frustrating, you know, cause I thought, I didn't think it would take this long for it to heal. I thought it would be fine within, you know, um, within a few months and then it took two years, you know? Mm-hmm. So, um, and then I had, ended up when I started going and I started going live again and ended up getting those injuries. I was like, Oh my goodness. And I was definitely struggling mentally then just because I was like, okay, I thought I was clear, you know, like I thought I could start working towards, you know, fighting again. And then that happened. So yeah, it's been definitely tough mentally, but you know, I think, uh, if anybody can deal with it, I can. Um, yeah. and, and, and the fact that people still, you know, are asking for you and, and still think that you're the future champion, all that, I'm sure that lifts your spirits in addition to being maybe at times frustrating. Cause you want, you know, people to stop asking when you come back, you just want to be a part of the mix. So I guess there's a, there's a, you know, a gift and a curse involved in that as well. That's definitely a positive. Like, I can't wait to be like, when someone asks like, when do you fight? I'm like this date. I yes, guys- <laughs> leave me alone. This opponent this day. Do you have uh, an opponent in mind for your return fight? No, I don't have anybody in mind. Uh, who do you think, like, at 125 that would be a good... Uh, I think we got to take it a little <laughs> slow. You know, two years away, we don't we want to jump right into the deep end, correct? Oh, uh, no? Okay. <laughs> oh, do you? Oh, maybe I'm... Okay, am I wrong? No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. What you, about... You tell, uh, me what you, you tell me what you think, then. Like, what, what were you going... What was Andrea your path Lee. Andrea Lee. She just won this weekend. No, bad. No, I was thinking that's such a great idea. Oh, okay. Well, but I don't, I don't, I don't like to, you know, like, you know how I am. You're not I don't a like, like, call, no, I don't. I don't. I think I know people don't mean it to be disrespectful, but like, I don't know. It's I'm not just, style. it's not my style. Absolutely. Well, no. you throw me, you threw me a bit of a curveball with the 125 thing, because, you know, I'm thinking of Tatiana Suarez 115er. So I wasn't prepared. Um, you know, a fight that I think would be tremendous at 115 would be you versus Mackenzie Dern, given your style. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's a good that's a good one for sure. That would be interesting. Yeah, I like that one. Yeah, but I like both of those matchups, though. Do you have concern that the neck will keep popping up or do you feel like it's an issue that has been resolved? Like, the, you know, because you didn't have surgery on any of these things. No neck surgery. None of that. Right. No, no back surgery. No, people, uh, they they thought you know like it was a it was maybe a good idea but I didn't want to go that route I just did it like through lots of rehabilitation Mm -hmm. I just especially with my um style you know I just was scared of how surgery would affect my the flexibility and the range of my neck Mm 
Mm-hmm. So I was like, I don't know. I've, I've had this neck my whole life and this is what I know how to deal with. And this is, you know what I mean? So um, it's just a little scary for me to like go the surgery route. Okay. So we'll see. So it's just rehabbing. But I don't, yeah, that's careful. all I did. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I rehabbed it and then just gave it time. Like that's what I did the first time, you know, um, when I had the neck injury, when I stopped wrestling in, fir- in the first place is I just took time off. I took three years off of wrestling and it got better. You know, this time it was two years. So, you know, I guess it's improving. <laughs> um, this time next year, where's Tatiana Suarez at in her MMA career? Me? Yeah. Hopefully. Who do you think years, I'm talking about? At least hopefully. Hmm. <laughs> you said my name and everything. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's hard to think because I got a screaming puppy. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Let's see, um, three, I would hope to be at least three fights from now, hopefully. Well, maybe, okay. yeah. At, at, at 125. Least. If you go to 125 and fight three fights and win those three fights, you're fighting for a belt, like around this time next year. You think so? Because Lauren Murphy. <laughs> what do you mean, Lauren Murphy? What are you laughing about? Because I feel like- What's so funny? I feel like she's I feel like she's won like five in a row. Like she's talking about a title fight. Okay. I don't know. Am I am I am I crazy? How many times has she won in a row? Uh she's won one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, four in a row. But the thing is, like I'm assuming Valentina's gonna have to fight someone in between now. And I mean she's not gonna sit and wait for you. So I'm just saying, because of your name, because of your undefeated record, because of all the buzz surrounding you. You know, three wins at 125, not going to take much more than that. It's probably the other than women's featherweight, the the, the most shallow division right now right. In, the, in the UFC. Also, because Valentina has beaten a lot of the top people already. Right, right. OK, well, then there you go. There you yeah, go. Yeah, because I was like, I was thinking because I was like, I don't know, because I keep hearing Laura must be like, oh, I should be next. So I'm like, and she still hasn't had a title. Bar. I'm like, oh, my goodness. This is this is probably frustrating for her. Great news. You're medically cleared. You're good to go. You're fighting Valentina Shevchenko in August. I mean, life is good. Just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But it's great to see you back uh, healthy. And uh, we look forward to your return. Great to talk to you, Tatiana. All right. Nice talking to you. Thank you very much for having me. Bye-bye. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. All right. Let's say hello now to one of the big winners from this past weekend in Houston, Texas, What a fight. We all suspected it would be a fantastic fight. It ended up, of course, winning the fight of the night. Edson Barbosa with that tremendous win 
against Shane Burgos. So a lot to talk about there. Uh, Edson, thank you so much for the time. Congratulations on another great performance at 145 pounds. And Edson, I have to say off the top, I'm going to, I'm going to raise my hand. I'm going to raise my hand and say, I'm sorry, because I said going into this fight, Mm -hmm. I'm worried about the weight cut for you. I'm worried about you at 145. Now I think you should be going into the fight two and zero at 145. I said, even though I thought he beat Dan Ige, and even though, of course, you beat Makwan Amir Khani, mm-hmm. I'm worried cutting too much weight. But now, no more. I'm a believer. Edson, 145, no problem. So I'll say I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, everybody was so scared about the, the cutting weight, but I'm really skinny guy, you know? Uh, yeah, I, for, sure, for true, that's true. I don't have a problem to cut weight. It's the same feeling I have to cut 155. It's the same feeling cut 145. Wow. What do you walk around at? Like, you know, two weeks from now after the fight, what will you be? Two weeks out of fight, 170. Wow. And you go, and no problem going down to 145. You don't find no, the last day is tougher. My, but that's my weight when I fight 155. Same thing, okay. still the same. Okay, interesting. And you don't find like the Thursday, like the night before the weigh-ins or anything that it's tougher to get those last pounds off? Not really. Okay. Like the same feeling, exactly the same feeling. And I'm, crazy. Ass- I'm assuming you don't feel like you've lost power or energy, speed, anything like that? No, definitely not. I feel, like I said, I feel more healthy right now because a couple of years ago, I need to push myself to keep my weight high. I try to stay between like a 180, 180, 175, but I kill myself, eat a lot of calories, kill myself. Right now, I don't need to do this anymore because I eat clean all the time. I eat, you know, I feel more healthy for me or my body. Is there a part of you, Edson, that wishes you did this earlier in your career? Yes, yes, exactly. Now, a couple years ago, when I fought kickboxing in Brazil, I, you know, I never did diet my life. I always walk with like a 155 and fight 155. Sometimes I drop 145, but I do a diet my whole life, you know? Mm-hmm. So why didn't you move down to 145 in the UFC earlier than you did last year? Like a couple of years ago, why didn't you do it? Because I was still fight 155, we're still in the top. Yeah. You know, I still fight with the big guys for sure way heavier than me. But I still beat the guys, you know? Right. I still want the best, 155. Say, why? Why when I, you know, suffer a little bit more? I don't need it. I still find here 155. So your last two fights prior to this one, they were in the the empty arenas, right? In the, mm-hmm, the midst of the mm-hmm. pandemic. Uh, the first one, of course, in Jacksonville. And then the next one in Abu Dhabi. This time, sold out. Could you feel a difference? Did you did you sense a difference? Like walking to the cage, even in the fight itself, do you notice that there are people there as opposed to not? It's very, very, very different. I really need to prepare myself, prepare my mind to, to that time. Yeah, it's different, especially for my style, you know? Uh, I feel when I have a whole crowd there, he's keep pushing me to go. Because every time you hit some good shot, you, you, I hear a whole crowd like, oh, I was like so excited. It's different. I'm very, very happy to fight with whole crowds back. It was very apparent early on in the fight, at least to me, that you were in great form. Uh, the leg kicks 
were, mm-hmm. were, were, were being fired very quickly. It actually reminded me a little bit of your UFC debut against Mike Lulo in, in Auburn Hills, Michigan, the way in which you were throwing those leg kicks and attacking. And, and I'm wondering if you knew early on, like you knew going into this fight that his leg would be exposed like that. Was that something that you were preparing for? Or is it something you noticed in the moment? No, I, I, I watch a lot of his fights. He, he's a really good boxer. I know he's, he's worked very well with his hands, but he's a boxer, you know, he don't check the kick. And I know his legs will be there. That's I trained for, you know. I trained for a couple of weeks for beat his leg. And I think I'm doing well. Yeah. Uh, at one point, though, you were bleeding. Your shin was bleeding. What happened there? That's crazy. It's a big cut, my shin. And it's funny because I, I talked to my wife and my mom. Say, I don't feel nothing, nothing. But. And I think in the second, between the second and the third round, I look my, I look at first thing, I look at his leg, I see a lot of blood. It was like, what happened? Because huh. I, I didn't see it. And I look down and look my, my chin, it's a lot of blood. But I don't feel nothing. But it's automatic, I stop to kick. That's crazy. But I don't feel nothing. What about after the fight? Did it, did it hit you? Yeah, I do a couple of states, but it's fine. Has, you know, you've, you've thrown a lot of leg kicks in your day. Has that ever happened to you before? No. That's the wow. first time I cut my, my shin with the kick. That's crazy. So even in the fight, as your shin is bleeding and there's a cut, you still didn't feel a thing? No, I still <laughs> kicking. I stopped the kick when I, stopped, when I see the, the blood. Wow. I see the blood, it was like, okay, something happened. But I don't feel. I really don't feel. Wow. And uh, how does it feel now? good no problem my, my, my feet a little bit of swelling but it's fine a couple of days off and I'm ready to kick again next week the, the finish is one of the most unique finishes that i've ever seen and you've given us a lot of unique finishes in your career but to punch someone like that and then to see them have the delayed reaction you know we, we sometimes see a punch to the body a kick to the body yes. and then there's a delayed reaction but to the head we don't see that what do you, you know, what, what, what is going through your mind when you see him start to lose control and fall backwards like that after the punch? It's crazy because I, I'm like it. most guys in the, over there. I didn't see it. I see, I'm asking myself, what happened? What happened? Because I, I really don't know, because I connected good shots to him, really clean shots, and he's still there. Um. That one, I connect a good shot, but he's still there. I start to see his leg shake a little bit. He's go down in front. I was like, a, okay, let's go finish the fight. Because I met with the judge, say, don't stop to hit and let me stop. I say, okay. Well, I, I connect two shots. I go straight. I talk to Donna first. I give my bundles and go straight, talk to my coach. I say, what happened? Because I really don't remember what shot I connected him to make him go down like that. That's crazy. Have you ever seen that before? Has that ever happened to you where someone had yes, that? Yes, no. That's not happened. Never happened with me. But I see it, but not that long. Yeah. To connect the shot, but in a couple seconds, two, three seconds, go down. I think it's six seconds yeah. to connect and go down. That's six seconds uh, delay, you know? Right. Did you talk to him after the fight? 
Yeah, I talked to him in the backstage. He's such a nice guy. Uh, very tough. Definitely one of the best. And it's a lot of respect for him. And I hope he's come back stronger. Was he okay back there? Yeah, the he's part? fine. He's fine. Okay. Yeah, he's fine. He's fine. Wow, that is unbelievable. Um, and so, you know, you get this amazing win and uh, it's three, it's two in a row. It should be three in a row, in my opinion. Three, 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 three. All right, three in a row. <laughs> you know, but you had that stretch there, you know, with, with the Felder fight, which I know you also think you won. And, you know, Gaethje yeah. and even prior to that, Kevin Lee and Khabib. If I would have told you that things would turn around for you here in this new weight class a year and a half mm. or so ago, two years ago, would you have believed me? no no that's crazy because yeah, if you ask me like a couple years ago say no nah, that's not gonna happen that's crazy were but, you starting to lose hope confidence no no uh i think because i i start feeling like okay i need some new challenge with myself that's it just new challenge of myself you know that's what I feel. That's how I was changed for 145. Because 155, I, I, I feel I just fighting for a fight, you know, mm -hmm. just fighting to make some money. Okay, of course, I want to be a champ. I want to be a number one. But when 155 division, because I fought, no, everybody, but the best guys in the world, I still fighting, you know, like, okay, let's fight. Okay, yeah, motivated. But I don't feel like a for real you know like i excited to to be a champ and when i decide to drop 145 this is start again you know i still like a, that's the beginning again you know that's a feel different right now because i feel like a, i know i can't do be a champ i know i can't be a champ for sure and like i said that's that's a new begin for me who who came up with the idea first to go down to 145 Oh, uh, my, I talked to my wife about this and she, ah, oh, you're crazy. Dad. Uh, but she pushed me a little bit. Uh, my wife is brother. Talked to me about that. And I have a really good friend of mine, Jim Stewart from, from United States. One of my best friends right here in the United States. He talked to me like a long time ago. Why do you think about drop from feet five? Said, Bro, you're crazy. How I want to drop one fit five, and I start think about you know, and yeah, I did it. <laughs> wow. Um. And so, all right. So, so now you have this situation where you're on this roll, and uh, I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, th this was the first fight of your new contract, right? Exactly. Mm -hmm. did, did you ever test like the the Makwan fight? That was your last fight of the last contract. No. There was one left? Supposed to be one more, yeah. Did you consider testing free agency or did you always want to stay with the UFC? Uh, at that time, I, I, I think about testing, you know, yeah. to be a free agent. But thank God uh, I sit down with my manager. My manager talked to UFC and inside a new deal, like a good deal for me and for sure it's good deal for the companies too i'm very very happy with my new contract okay uh you said last week it, it kind of uh made some headlines that you said this is the first time in your career you feel like you're getting what you're you're owed is that accurate 
Exactly, exactly. That this this is motivating me a lot. You know, I was like every day the gym saying, right now the guy paid me what I really deserve. Yeah. <laughs> But the, the first thing that came to mind when I when I read that, Edson, was you've been in the UFC for 11 years. What took so long? That's crazy. <laughs> it's funny because I was in the backstage. I talked to Shannon Burgos. He's come to me. He said, bro, I remember watch your fight. I was in high school. I was like, uh, oh, <laughs> I get older. That's funny. But at the same time, I feel well because I say, I'm getting older. I still beat these guys you know the young guys i feel better than ever that's crazy by the way before you said you know you were thinking that you know maybe you needed to do some sort of change some new challenge um when you were you know in that period at 155 did you think about leaving mma or when you say new challenge within the sport of mma no no leave it no leave okay and okay. mma but like a new challenge to, to keep pushing me. I try to think about maybe go up to 170 or go down to 145 wow. or do something different, you know, right, to make right. me wake me up, you know, again. Uh, when you consider your, your own journey in this sport and your own career, and then you see what your fellow Brazilian Charles Oliveira did on Saturday and, and what he has been through, the ups and downs as well, and then the reception mm -hmm. he got back home in Sao Paulo, the, the parade, how do you react to that? Do you, does it make you feel like this is something I want to, this is something that I can have as well? 100%, for sure. That's, I saw him, this motivates me a lot. He's such a nice guy. I'm very happy to have opportunity to fight in the same night with him. You see everything. This guy, it's crazy because me and him, almost like a close, go into the UFC, we're super close. And I saw him, I follow him, you know, my whole career, his whole career. And happy with him, I know it can happen with me too. It's an amazing thing. That parade mm -hmm. is, is incredible to see all the people coming out and, and cheering him on. So for you, what makes sense next? Have you thought about that yet? When do you want to return and against who? I want to return August, like end August. Okay. You know? Yeah, I need uh, just recovering my feet. Only my feet get hurt, but thank God I'm still healthy. And yeah, I want to fight top five, man. I think I really deserve a top five. You know, I have I beat Dan Iggy, he's a top 10. Right now, Burgos, he's top 10. And I really deserve the top five guy. I'm trying and to look. especially because the top five guys, you see, all those guys really good, very, very tough. And I know if I have opportunity to fight those guys, it's going to be a big show again. It's good for, for, for the promote, good for UFC. It's going to be a big war. Imagine if fight me against Qatar. It's going to be a great fight. Yeah. Me against Zumbi Korea. It's going to be crazy. <laughs> me against Holloway. Me that was against, the one I was uh, thinking of. Uh, uh, Pantera. I forget his name. Yeah, uh, yeah, Rodriguez. Yeah, imagine. Yeah. yeah. Bro, it's going to be a crazy fight. I know it's going to be a good fight. Do you have a preference, like the, the, the top choice for you? Any one of those, the top five is going to be perfect for me. Okay. Um, Especially because I really believe I deserve. Because I have opportunity to fight everybody 155. Mm -hmm. I fought everybody. I never picked somebody. I never asked to fight somebody. Bro, I really deserve, bro, I have 10 years in UFC. Come on. Mm -hmm. I really deserve the top five. 
this time next year, Edson, where are you in the division? I don't remember. No, this time next year. Are you? Uh, next year. Yeah, next year. Oh, where uh, are you? Uh, uh, bro, I want to the door to, to get my chance for the title shot for sure. I want to mm-hmm. be there. Mm-hmm. I hope to do like a true fight this year. Mm-hmm. Next year, get my chance to get the title shot. Or depends who's gonna who I want to fight this year, like a uh, next one, and get my chance for the title shot. I really believe that. And and no more one fifty five. You're sticking at one forty five. I'm a fighter, you know. Yeah. I, I, if a guy asks me to fight <laughs> some some good fight one fifty five, why not? Right. But my focus right now be a champ one forty five in featherweight division. I love it, uh, Edson uh, Parabens. Congratulations on the win. Uh, you're you're looking great, my man. You're you're really looking great at one forty five, and that was a tremendous fight, a tremendous performance. And I'm sure you're happy with Tony Ferguson for getting twenty five extra thousand, right? Yeah, right. yeah, I, I, I think I need to give you 10% <laughs> for him. <laughs> uh, well, well deserved, well earned. Uh, looking forward to what's next for you, and, and I hope your, your leg heals up soon. Thank you so much. Thank you one more time for the opportunity to talk to you guys. What's something that works so well that it's basically magic? Air conditioning, noise-canceling headphones, meeting-free Fridays. Well, what about selling with Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch at your online shop stage to the first real life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million order stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're auctioning autograph apparel or selling sleek skis. Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling. Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout up to 36% better compared to other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S., And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's extensive help resources are there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash DCRC. All lowercase, go to Shopify.com slash DCRC now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash DCRC. All right, let's say hello now to one of the greatest female fighters in the history of the sport. Dare I say one of the greatest fighters, period, in the history of mixed martial arts, the great Chris Cyborg who of course is the reigning defending Bellator women's featherweight champion and who returns to action this Friday, May 21st in a rematch against Leslie Smith. She defends her title against Leslie Smith this time uh, over at the Mohegan sun in Uncasville, Connecticut. Chris, good to talk to you again. How are you? Hey, Karel. I'm great. Thanks for the opportunity to be here. I'm very excited, happy to fight this time. 
Yes, I'm, I'm sure you are. And uh, it's been a minute, as they say, since we last saw you in action. What was your reaction, Chris, when you found out that Leslie Smith would be your next opponent, considering you beat her about five years ago? You know, when you start to see the, the, the division, you see she's get after their loss, she's got a lot of wins, you know, significant wins. And I know, I know, I have a lot of girls in the line, and then but she's in the in the front of the line. I was I was not surprised because I'm a better fighter now than before. Really? So in five years we fought before. In five years, for sure, you know, she's she's if she's fighting for me for the title, she's really deserved. She's really work hard as the way, and you know, she just pre- prepare harder. You know, it's prepare harder. <laughs> Why do you think you're a better fighter now than you were five years ago? Uh, because I always like to improve and learn. You know, and if the experience too. If you see my fights too, you see the difference. You know, the, the when I'm fighting, and I'm better because I always like to learn. And you, you don't same person five years ago, like even though, you don't same, you don't same five years ago. So even in the person, you know, five years, then you work something, you're getting better and better. You know, if you if you continue training, work hard, you're gonna be better and better in five years. You know. Now, there was a time when, uh, not that long ago, you were going to South Africa for your training camps. I'm assuming you're, you're not doing that right now, right? Okay, yes, I have no able to do because the, the COVID, you know, yeah. uh, I went to the couple fights over there. And then the other time I came here, bring it here. This time I did my camp in my gym and then Cobrinha, you know, Cobrinha, Alianza Cobrinha Jiu-Jitsu. And we did my team, you know, we didn't want my team for this camp. Okay. Um, and, and, you know, when I think back to that fight, against Leslie Smith back in 2016. That was a 140-pound catchweight fight. Um, I think that's the one that ESPN followed you um, during the weight cut and everything, outside the lines, right? When, when you were in the bathtub crying, was that the one? Yeah, the, I, I, this is the second one, the second fight. The second one, okay. Yes. That, what was that one? So this one was at 140, it was in 2016. The second one was against Lena Landsberg, also at 140. Yes, but yes. When you think back to that time when you were trying to maybe go down to 135, but making a pit stop at 140, how difficult was it for you? You know, it was the first fight, uh, the, the first fight for, uh, for the last meet. I was just thinking about that fight. You know, I wasn't thinking I'm going to fight second time. Hmm. But then when I say, you know, I want to come back to Invicta, fight 145, my division, thank you. You know, but, you know, I was not have the opportunity to come back. You know, for me, it was a really stress because I like to do everything perfect. This is one, one, this is one, one thinking is no good. You want to do perfect all the time. But, you know, I like to make the weight the same man. If you're going to be responsible to make weight, I'm going to make weight. I'm going to do my best I can. You know, and I was being working three years with George McCarthy. He's the guy who was helping me for the cutaway. And I make first time on 40 for fat less. But the focus this fight was make weight. Mm. You know, it's not just the, the, the fight camp for fight. You know, it's like ah, my opponent. I was working, of course, to train everything, but it's the real stress is to make weight. So uh, now it's different mindset. You know, as I fight my division, now I can focus 100% to my opponent. But that time, and then you don't know how their body going to feel. Okay, how's it going to work five rounds, cut to 140? So now I know, man, I have five rounds. Okay, cool, I have time. Soon I have the opportunity to finish fight, I will, but I have five rounds to do this. Like, it's different in mindset. So you beat her in a minute and 21 seconds. Is there a part of you that feels like you could have beaten her even quicker had you not had to cut those extra five pounds? I don't know. Maybe if I don't think about the same, man, how's my body going to feel in the third round, two rounds? Mm. Maybe it's not. You know, maybe not. And, and it's about feeling too. People ask me, ah, Chris, how is it going to be different in this fight? 
you, f- you know better than before. You know, for me, it's about feeling. You work, you go to the fight to have any, all plans, have plan B, E, you know, but sometimes it doesn't work the plan. You're going to really feel the fight in the fight. You know, what to work for, be ready for any situation in the fight. This is a happy. So this is now going to be your third fight with Bellator after you left the UFC. How do you feel there? Do you, do you feel like this is your home? Do you feel comfortable? Do you feel happy? Yeah, I feel happy. I feel at home. And I have a fire in my heart, excited to, you know, fight every time. And happy, thankful, you know. I'm very thankful to be here. I work Scott Coker, you know. It's a lot of people work with me here, work with me in Strike Force. And it's really nice to see you as a partnership, you know. I'm here and they, they treat very nice all the fighters. I'm really happy. Uh, 16 years now in the game for you, Chris. Uh, and you're 35, you're still young. How many more years do you want to do this for? Great question, Ariel. I didn't know. Everybody asking me. But, you know, I feel great. I always, you know, the one thing I, I, I'm learning about my cut weight, you know, I'm healthy now, better than before. I think the experience getting better to make the weight too. And I, I really, I really work on about, the, I'm going to Colombia, do the stand sales, take care of my injuries, you know, for can continue fighting my long career, you know, but I, I don't feel when I want to stop. I don't have a bad injury. You know, I love my job. I know it's going to be my job forever, like yours, but you know, I, I, I love my job and then I'm going to continue to, you know, till I feel my heart, you know, in my heart, I don't think I'm going to feel no, stop it. But I think in the one time, yeah, for sure, I'm going to say I am now, maybe I have to retire. But, you know, for me now, I'm in prime in my, my time and I will feel very happy. You guys see my last fights and, and I really, really get improved and, yes, excited. And, and so there's a chance you're fighting as a 40-year-old. Uh, maybe after, Ray's going to kill me. After I have a kid, maybe. <laughs> oh, okay. Are you planning on having one? Is that, is that what you're talking about? Is that too personal? I don't know. You know, I, it's like I say, we have a plan. I, I, I don't believe in plan. I believe like it. I don't do my plans. God have a plan for me. So right. so for me, of course, I think ever, ever girl would like to have be a mom. You know, I'm mm-hmm. already mom the Gabby, you know, but, you know, I think it's, it's special. But let's see what's the moment, right moment. But I didn't think about this yet. But, you know, it's it's. It's it's people like my family say, oh, so when are you going to have my granddaughter, grandson, you know, but, you know, for me, it's, it's nice, but I'm happy to continue fighting, see the right moments. Uh, you, you talked about your evolution as a fighter, as a person over the past five years. Uh, do you think like, have you felt um, a, a noticeable change in, in, in who you are since becoming a mom, since adopting your, your daughter? Do you feel like it has changed you for the better? I believe yes. I think like I think everyone get a better when they have a kid mm-hmm. because you see you have to be okay. Okay, I always have in my mind think like this. Okay, I'm I'm where I'm at. I'm responsible for because I'm gonna I'm gonna be example forever. People are gonna watch you. You're gonna be influenced. So we have to go good influence for them. You know, for the kids, young kids. You know, the people watching you, and they have a kid inside the house. It's the same thing. You know, you cannot do stuff you want you do by herself when you have a kid around you now we have to do you have to do good because if they didn't copy you everything you do you know it's the same thing be a fighter be influenced for the people you have to do good too because you're going to be influenced for a lot of people and this is big responsibility mm-hmm. you know is you have to be good 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 for the generation for the kids young and for me for sure you know i'm more patient uh you know, I, I, I want to be my best I can, you know, and, and try to fix a couple of things. For sure, we change it every day. Now, be honest with me, Chris. 
when you hear people say Amanda Nunes is the greatest of all time, does it bother <laughs> you? Does it bother you inside? You know, they don't, don't bother me inside, but I was thinking like this. Okay, everybody ask me, please. I, I don't bother me inside, but people say this all the time. Oh, we're going to come another girl, they're going to say the same thing. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the after sale about me, like it's change. This thing could change. But they have to say like, I'm going to have a four loss in her career. You know, okay, you guys say oh, she's the goal. They always start to challenge me, uh, talk, uh, compare me and her, you know. But I did the sport, uh, who I am, don't change, you know. I, like what I did to the sport, not having athletes did the sport. Maybe in the future, you're going to have more athletes to do. But now, in the moment, what is the sport? Nobody did, you know. I'm the Grand Slam champion. We don't, they don't have this. But I'm not going to compare for her, you know, uh, who I am. What I do my best, like it's who I am. Who loves me, gonna love me, gonna think cyber is the greatest. You know, I'm never gonna say this. You know, I don't say I am the greatest. No, I feel like it, the fans are to do. It's not the the, the 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 person in person say that, but no, don't bore me. You know, people in the long term are gonna see that. Recently, uh, there has a there is a woman who has emerged uh, who is saying that she will be the greatest by the time her career is done. Kayla Harrison. Have you been impressed by her? And do you think she has what it takes to end up being the greatest? You know, I, I'm, I'm not going to say she's not. You know, she's young. She has a long, long career, you know, and she's doing great her, 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 what she's doing, you know, and you have to think this way, you know, you have to say and you have to do, you know, it's a big responsibility when you say out, you know, and then you to do. So, no, I be, I, if she believed that, she continue work hard. I, I think man, she's young. She can do a lot of things. Uh, she's going to be a free agent after this year. Uh, her contract is coming up. Would you like for Bellator to sign her so that you can fight her? That would be a big-time fight, I would imagine. It's going to be amazing. No? Let's see if she's going to finish her, her fight with her title. I can go up 155, fight her. Because I always protected the division, you know? And then like this, no protect division this way. But I would, I want in the future to have more division for the women, mm. you know? And you like the men's have a lot of division. So for protecting 155 division, for having more girls, 155 division, I can go up fight 155, it's no problem. Wow, is that a fight that you would like? Her, you know, her being one of your opponents in 2022? Yeah, maybe, you know, maybe. But uh, yeah, if she's going to be in Bellator for sure, you can make this fight happen. Okay. Um, and so like when you look at, I mean, like, Chris, 2005, you made your debut. You went like 15 years there without a loss, only two losses on your record. Do you feel like you don't get, I mean, you could say like, do you feel like you don't get the respect that you deserve when, when talking about the greatest of all time? Do people not talk about Chris Cyborg enough? You know, as people have a short memories. Yes, yes. No, people don't remember everything. Mohammed Ali have a lost. Everybody yeah. talk about the last but he's had. No, he say he's the greatest. Like if people have a like a short, short, short memory, but don't bore me. You know, people people know who I am. Follow me, know who I am, and then this is this okay? Okay. Uh, how do you think Clarissa Shields is gonna do? Uh, I believe she's gonna do great because she's young and she's learned fast. Mm-hmm. No, and she's already have good skill in the boxing. And then the st- you know, the, the, we may start stand up. And she's going to have to work a lot of things for sure. No, she, but she's young. I started training in MMA when 19 years old, and I didn't know any skills. I don't have boxing in my background, you know. And But I dedicated, depending how she's going to be dedicated every day, all day training. This is going to depend on who she's going to do in the, her next match and then improve her career in MMA life. Do you think you can do both or do you have to be all in on one? 
what I mean. Like, can you go from box? You know, because boxing is different than MMA, right? There's there's different things to worry yes. about with your with your with your feet and with your you know your hands and with your head. And in MMA, it's completely different. There's there's a lot of other things to worry about as well. It, can a fighter go back and forth? Can they reprogram their brain, or is it better to be all in on one sport? I believe like this because she's if she's doing MMA, okay, and is she going to the box? Is I think it's not too hard going to the box because mm. you already have a little bit of strike. Mm-hmm. I think believe it, coming to the boxing to MMA have a lot of things to learn. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of things like wrestling, defending, you know, like attack. I think you have one process. First, you're going to learn defend. After, you're going to learn attack. But take the process a long time, you know. It's, it's going to be hard, but depending on her, how she dedicate, you know. But it's going to be hard. But I, I believe she's young. I, mean, I did this. I was, and I have anything, you know. I started strike Muay Thai. And after I did everything, you know. But in six months, I did my MMA fight. But we don't know too much things, you know. But but I believe she's dedicated. Like, I dedicated. I think she's, she's going to do very well. Um, did you see Charles Oliveira win on Saturday? And to see a fellow Brazilian with that emotion and his story, how did it make you feel? No, I was I was I was very happy about this because because for a long time I was thinking why did not give it the belt fight for the belt? He's having a lot of wins. He's amazing. You can you can see his 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 record. He's having like beginning his career. He's like all win win win. They lost like a couple of fights and the win win win. And she never had the opportunity to fight for the title. Yeah. Like I was, but you see, she's he's really persistent training. Believe he's believe even the people don't believe in him. And now, now the results is the champion. I'm it's, really happy. It's amazing. Not that long ago, I feel like we were saying, oh, Brazilian MMA, it's kind of going down a little bit. But, you know, there's you champion in Bellator, Amanda, of course, double champion, Davison Figueiredo, and now Charles Oliveira. All of a sudden, Brazilian MMA is back. Or maybe it never left. You know, I was I, I, I was really support Chandler. You know, he's the Bellator. Came from yep. Bellator. I was happy he's champion the NFC. Uh-huh. You know? But then, uh, but Charles Oliveira, he's having history behind him. You know, he's the moment, you know, they, they, they get it that when he's really deserve, they work hard. And, you know, I know the people, he's from Shooter Box in Sao Paulo, Macaco Go Gym, you know, like he is, he's really deserved that moment. Uh, last thing for you, Chris, and always great to talk to you. Um, obviously, the career isn't over yet, but, you know, we're sort of looking back at what you've done and, and, and how much time you have left. Is there one period of your career as you sit here today that you think back to a lot that you think fondly of that you get nostalgic about, like, was it maybe the elite XC days or the strike force? Do you find yourself thinking about one period of your career where you were really happy and just kind of on top of the world, enjoying everything that comes with being an MMA fighter? The moment you're really happy. Uh, I think in the beginning of my career, I didn't know too much about anything, all the politics, I just want to go inside the cage doing my best and fight. I didn't know anything outside. Mm. You know, now I, I, I know too much. Yeah. You know, it's, you know it's, it's, I think it better. sometimes you know, know too much, you better, you know. But I think in the beginning of my career, I just said, oh, one girl come from Brazil. We have a dream in your heart and you follow your dream. And I was the, the, the very happy. I'm happy now too, but, you know, the beginning of your career is, is I was happy too. Yeah, there's an innocence involved in the beginning yes. of your career where you, you know, because really... sometimes I see kids like in the training, you know, in the gym, and you talk to them, 
and you know they don't, they're they gonna have to figure out mm. you know it's gonna be the experience like man you know i know when i was the point in my life like this you know like the beginning they just dream 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 but then sometimes you see the reality and yes well it's great to see you still on top still thriving and looking forward to your return this friday against Leslie Smith, a great card is also uh, Austin Vanderford against Fabian Edwards on the card as well, and a whole bunch of other great fights. So thank you for the time, Chris. Good luck to you on Friday, and we'll talk to you very soon. Thanks so much, Eddie. I'll see you next time. Yes. All right. Bye-bye. But, ah, then remember, I forget to say, guys, if you guys want to watch the preliminary fights, you'd like to go to my website, and then we're going to do Zoom party after my fights. Go to my website. You guys can check out the link. Thank you. Thank you, Chris. All the best. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. All right. So great stuff there from Chris Cyborg, from Itzen Barbosa, from Tatiana Suarez. Also want to let you know, I have a really good interview with, uh, or at least I think it is, with Arjun Buller, who's the new one heavyweight champion, beat Brandon Vera in a fight that aired over the weekend. Former UFC fighter, historic win, first fighter of Indian descent to win a major MMA title. So that's up on the ESPN MMA YouTube channel. You can watch all the interviews that just aired here on the YouTube channel as well. And the train rolls along as far as MMA is concerned. Bellator back on Friday. Sneaky good card. Uh, Chris Cyborg, Leslie Smith, which we just talked about with Chris. Darion Caldwell against Leandro Ego. Christian Edwards against Ben Parrish. Fight that I'm really looking forward to. Fabian Edwards, unrelated to Christian against Austin Vanderford, a.k.a. Mr. Van Zandt, undefeated 10-0, Austin Vanderford, Fabian's 9-1. And And so that's going down this Friday. Also this Friday, the return of the new Invicta, now airing on Access TV, the rebranded Invicta. They have a new owner. It's uh, Anthem Sports and Entertainment. So I'm looking forward to see what they come up with. Also, LFA is going down on Friday. And then the UFC is back this Saturday. Headliner, Rob Font, Cody Garbrandt. Going to be great to see Cody back in there. He's been through a lot over the past year. COVID-19, blood clots, vertigo, torn bicep, but he's good to go. Also, Carlos Sparza versus Yan Chanan, a fight that I think should be the number one contender fight at 115. That's a massive fight. Carla has the history with Rose. Jan, of course, undefeated in the UFC. Also, Felicia Spencer returning, my fellow Canadian, my fellow Montrealer. Jack Hermanson against Edmund Shabazian on the card as well. That's a really big fight at 185 pounds. Court McGee on the prelims, Yancy Medeiros, and a whole host of others as well. 4 p.m. Eastern on ESPN+. And main card is 7 p.m. Eastern on the platform that Chael and I built, ESPN. PN plus. All right. Again, congratulations to the new lightweight champion, Charles Oliveira. What a great scene it was. Uh, I think it was on Tuesday or Monday, Monday, him coming home, the parade, all that stuff and more. I look forward to talking to him in the coming weeks. But for now, we are out of time. Again, thank you to our guests. Thank you to our production team. 
Thanks to all of you for continuing to download, rate, review, subscribe, all those places that you do that kind of stuff that you consume this show. It is very appreciated. Watch the fights this weekend. Back next week to talk about them all. Same time and place. Until then, I say peace. I'm out of here.